Look, I'm not saying we deserve some sort of medal, maybe a, a, a parade, a show of gratitude from everyone, <laughs> but we have no time for nothing, but yeah. we made time mm-hmm. for the podcast today. We knew we had to because these are, we're talking about some restaurants today, just like we did last week, and we're talking about some restaurants that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a big fan of these. Yeah, so... We are making time for Life Well Spent with Garrett and Amber. Because that's how much you guys mean to us. Yes. We love you guys. We love talking at you. And we do it for you. Yeah. I would say <laughs> that uh, you can't talk back to us, but I have one friend that talks back to us, which I, I greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. I will text you back. I'm very sorry. It's been a stressful week. Uh, <laughs> give you a little insight on what's going on Excuse me, with my burps and with us. We uh, have our home on the market. We've been busy for the past few weeks getting ready, and then this past weekend, uh, some family was nice enough to let us darken their doorstep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, put the cats in a boarding facility. We brought the dogs with us, and we, uh, boy, we had a lot of showings. A ton of showings. A ton of showings. Close to 50, right? Almost 50 showings. Yep. Uh, you know, and it's it's worked out great. Hi, Lilu. Um, but it's just, it's been... It's been a wild few days, mm-hmm. so this actually feels nice, kind of back to normalcy, almost. It does feel nice. Yeah, and just eating some junk food, nothing wrong with that. Um, but we, uh, we're we actually going to make it a little short today. Mm-hmm. One, because our sweet friend Juna isn't here, and I just can't handle it. <laughs> I miss her so much. We do. Yeah. Um, she's just, you know, she's Working. busy too. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully she can pop in with us at least once or twice more for the uh, Food Wars month. Mm-hmm. But uh, we still wanted to get the episode out and going. So, you know what? Let's get into stuff we've been into this week. Girl, All what, right. what you been into? Um, so, uh, what is it? Crikey, it's the Irwins. Crikey, it's the Irwins on Animal Planet? I is think that right? so. That would make sense. That would track. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's something, I mean, if it's on, I'll just kind of like keep it on in the background. But this is probably the first time I've really watched episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it made me cry. I cried pretty <laughs> that's, hard. That's right. I wasn't there for that. You told me, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, one of the sad episodes where they had a, a zebra for about 24 years, I mm-hmm. think is how old he was, and he just, his uh, his teeth had kind of gnawed down to the gum line, and they should really be about an inch and an inch and a half long. Um, so his quality of life just wasn't great. He wasn't really eating. He was losing weight. Um, but his caretaker, who had been there forever... Um, really just had high hopes that they it's something that they could help him with and the vet just basically said you know it's it's time to put him down yeah uh so that was really sad the whole you know everybody around him there was probably a good like eight people around him when they did it and they're all crying and i'm crying and their caretaker was crying and it was uh it was really yeah tough tough episode but uh Mm. yeah it's it's just one of those like shows that's a real feel good wholesome yeah. Show, you know? Yeah. And in case you don't know, Crikey It's the Irwins follows the Irwin family. Uh, so if, Steve Irwin's uh, late, not late wife, just what, uh, yeah. widow, widow wife? Steve Irwin was the crocodile hunter, uh, yeah. in case you didn't watch that show in the early 2000s, which I don't know how you couldn't. It was he pretty was much inescapable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he passed away early 2000s, but his uh, son and daughter and wife still helped to run the uh, Australia Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. Yep, and it just kind of follows their adventures as a 
zoological family. And I don't know how big the zoo is, but looking at just the different places that they keep the animals, it's got to be huge. Looks massive. We've been to the San Diego Zoo, and I imagine this would probably compete compete with San Diego. If not bigger. I mean, it's, wow. it seemed wow. like every area was just like tons of land for the animals to be on. That's right. They even have a crocodile san- sanctuary that's not open to the public. It's not for public consumption. It's just mm-hmm. where they keep like 40, 40 crocodiles. crocodiles. Yeah. That's a lot of crocs. And that's a lot of land. I think it was like quite a few acres for the crocs. Yeah. Yeah. So. So crazy. That's a that's an easy, that's like a, that's a hangover show for sure. Like oh, totally. Everybody's super nice and yeah, uh, you know, if you're drunk, you might cry. Well, you don't have to be drunk, but... I was going to say, I think yeah. I'm sober. <laughs> yeah, the uh, zebra, you know, stuff, uh, or zebra, as they zebra. say. Um, it, it'll get your feels every once in a while, but it's also mm-hmm. just, yeah. Uh, Mindy, the daughter, is very B- sweet. Bindi. 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 Not Bindi. Oh, you're right. It's Bindi uh, and how, Robert. How dare I? Terry. Yeah, Robert, yeah. Which Robert is, like, identical to his dad. I mean, not only yeah. the looks, but the way he talks and the way he handles animals. Like, his they showed energy. him with his uh, first time catching a rat rattlesnake. And he did it with um, uh, Steve Irwin's best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought was, like, cool in itself. That yeah. he's kind of taken on the role as, like, a dad figure for him, you know? Um, but, yeah, so he, he was able to do it. And he did it successfully. And it was wonderful. And he just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And yeah. he was in Arizona when he did it. And um, But, yeah, they're just, like, if they ever get upset, they never show it. No, no. Like, they're just, like, just wholesome, pure happiness. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure part of that is them, like, kind of trying to keep with the Steve Irwin brand. Because he was True. always just an upbeat, positive guy. But... There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong for catering your uh, on-screen persona. Well, like, I, that makes I, sense. I feel like they genuinely do think that every animal is beautiful and worth oh, saving, totally, for sure. totally. You know, like, they have such a passion for animals. I mean, they've, been, they've grown up with animals since they were a baby. Yeah. I mean, I, it showed me a clip of Robert when he was probably, like, four or five with dead chickens in his hand, like, smacking them on the ground for the crocodile yeah. to get out of the pond and eat it. Like, I'm like, you were too yeah. little. Well, and, and the the wife, Terry, she's no slouch. She worked with uh, North American Predators for years. Yeah. Um, so she is she has her own accolades as well. And, yeah, they're... Just a yeah, brilliant family. They're very fun. I they're just love sweet. it. It's yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah, I'm so glad that they're, like, back on the air. And they mm-hmm. uh, they reopened after the pandemic. After, and it was, like, their 50-year anniversary, which is so fitting. Wow. And yeah, it was really, really cool. But That's great. Yeah, so that, I mean... I should watch more of it, but that's what I watched a lot of this weekend. Mm-hmm. How about you? So, I mean, I, I guess I could probably know what you've been into. Oh, you know, actually, no, I wasn't going to oh, talk about that. Oh, you were going to talk yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, so, I what I imagine my wife is referring to is I got the new ratchet. Me? No, just kidding. <laughs> you've been into me. Just kidding. I'm always into you. <laughs> uh, but no, I got the new uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on PS5, and it's it's gorgeous. It's so much fun. It's very pretty. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, I've heard that people say like it's a, it's nearly on par with Pixar with the way it looks mm-hmm. and the the writing and the characters and they're totally right. I've still got a lot of ways to go, but it's just it's just a sweet fun time. Uh, but I wanted to talk about Bo Burnham's new Netflix special Inside. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I want to watch it. Oh yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, it came out a few weeks ago, maybe two three weeks ago max, and uh, I yeah. I, Watched it, I think, over, like, 
a couple of days, watched it before bed one night, and then picked it up the next day. Is it kind of a depressing one? Uh, like in a funny way? Yes, and I, I feel like a lot of Bo Burnham stuff is, in and of itself, it's deals with mental health. Yeah. This is just a, a much more personal look at uh, Bo Burnham's own mental health. Okay. Whereas a lot of his other stuff deals with kind of societal issues and societal health and well-being. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just him trapped in his home for like 14, 16 months during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, and just working on this special. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, and his him dealing with that uh, loneliness and, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, what is art is... Does art really inherently have meaning, you know? Does art matter when you're just kind of stuck by yourself, you know, hmm. and yeah. uh, stuck inside? Uh, yeah, it just deals with kind of some, some heavy topics and subjects, uh, uh, suicide, uh, suicidal ideations, things like that. Uh, it was really powerful. Um, I, I think that a, a more callous, not even callous person, just, you know, sometimes you're watching a movie and it doesn't hit you right because you're in a bad mood. And then yeah. you go back like a year or two later, you're like, why was I so down on this? This is a good time. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, because I was going through a breakup or whatever. Yeah. This one, I think if you came at it with, with the wrong perspective, you could, you could go the route of like, oh, why is he being such a baby? Or the pandemic wasn't like that where I lived. I kept working. I saw friends. Yeah. It's fine. But, you know, I think that you need to take an artist's message at face value. If we just, if every piece of art that came out is like, oh, well, they, did they really mean it? Then, like, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. Like, you've got to take somebody at their art. Like, you've got to value someone's artistic integrity, mm -hmm. usually, unless it's blatantly a cash grab. This one, I yeah. felt, it felt genuine to me. Okay. And I think it's really powerful and uh, incredibly fascinating watch. It, you know, actually, it did affect me a little bit after watching it. I was a little, maybe right a little down. down. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily. I think it's just something to keep in mind before you watch it that it is very serious. Mm -hmm. It's also very funny. Yeah. But uh, it's it's broadly very affecting. I think that you'll watch it and you'll feel something, and I think that's... You know, if art can, at the very least, do that, it's doing its job. I think I, I might have seen a clip of it. I didn't know it at the time because I obviously didn't know that there was a special on Netflix. But yeah. um, on TikTok where he's basically doing, he's in an uh, empty room. He's got lighting behind him and he's got a microphone and he's in like tidy whities or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about how he feels like a bag of shit. Yeah. Yep. That... Feel like shit. Yeah. Filthy bag of shit or something like that. Yep. That's a good number. Um uh, Welcome to the Welcome to the Internet is a really incredible song. It's just very theatrical, mm -hmm. um, and the uh, I believe it's I don't know if it's the chorus or the hook. I think it's the chorus, um, and uh, he's saying, "Can I interest you?" I think it's "Can I interest you in everything or a bit of everything, all of the time?" Mm. And just the idea of just. Like, you can access anything, you know? Yeah. And, and how, how healthy is that? I think you I know? saw a clip that he was in an interview, and he was talking about how... And this was actually kind of a good point, saying that he doesn't think that anybody should have access until they're 18 mm. with the internet. Yeah. I'm like, that kind of makes sense. I mean, granted, there's there's good things about the internet. Like, with our son, like, he's learned so much about yeah. numbers and, and, I mean, 
things with like Blippy and that yeah. teach him things. Yeah. Um, but then he could also probably learn that if it was like a TV show. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's also the bad side where it's like, okay, well now we're teaching our younger, younger kids about like uh, ways that we need to look and, mm-hmm. you know, like comparing yourself to the model that's on TikTok or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like you need, you know, you need a learner's permit for the internet. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of get your head straight. Cause yeah. Uh, you know, as, as much as, at least when I was a kid, I feel like school, maybe it was even more so college taught checking your sources, mm-hmm. you know, not just trusting everything face value. You've got to see if it's a reliable source and, uh, uh, you know, compare it to other um, sources of information to check its validity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like people don't do that on the internet. They, uh, a lot of times, can just oh, this fits my opinion. It must be right instead of, and I, I don't care what political spectrum you're on, what any any affiliation whatsoever. Yes, you've got to check your sources, not just. Uh, propagate information that, that that fits your own narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think that's how people grow to be better people. <clears throat> Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's challenging like, themselves and challenging their information. Right, and it kind of opens your eyes like, oh, maybe not every headline that I read is true. Yeah, you yeah, know? totally. Uh, so yeah, this, uh, I think that Bo Burnham has a pretty unique voice. I mean, I think he's getting to be towards 30. Getting to, yeah, oh, really? I think one of his songs is talking about how he's, He's turning turned. 30. Okay. Yeah, or just turned 30. Um, but I still think he's got a very childlike point of view. And yeah. I think it is because he's a little bit younger than us. So mm-hmm. as much as we grew up on the internet, he grew up on the internet even more. He probably like started with uh, AOL Instant Messenger closer to 8 or 9. We were like 13, 14. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think his... Voice is uh, definitely relatable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for kids, but also for adults. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. I'll I think a bunch of people are talking about how good it is. I'm, yeah. I'm one of them. It's it's fantastic. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. All right, what have you got for us today, honey? So we decided that we would go with uh, Mexican restaurants. Um, I will admit we are omitting a local restaurant that I wanted to get in here, but just time didn't allow it. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I'll release a solo episode of me just <laughs> munching down on some Del Taco. Because I've got some friends that really love Del Taco, and I, I enjoy Del Taco the mm-hmm. times that I've had it. But we just, it wasn't... Oh, wait, no. You did get Del I'm Taco. I'm sorry. I meant, uh, uh, what did I mean? Um, uh, uh, Taco John's. Oh, yeah. Taco it's, John's. Excuse me. It's one that I never get. Yeah. I, I enjoy Taco John's. It just wasn't close enough and readily available, so... Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing Taco Bell versus Del Taco. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know what? Uh, let's get our kind of biases out of the way. I always get Taco Bell. I do, but I, I think because I just never really go to Del Taco. Del Taco wasn't around us when we were growing up. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm used to growing up with, with uh, Taco Bell and um, yeah, I think I was just always afraid to try Del Taco because I just kind of really? felt like, oh, well, maybe it's like the underdog of Taco Bell and... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I talk about usually hits. I will say that, uh, especially around the pandemic, they cut down on their menu a ton. Yeah. And I kind of got to the point where like, uh, you know. It's like same thing. I, I don't like that. They, yeah. they reduce their menu too much. That's annoying. I, you know, I think that some, I think that fine dining restaurants, if they have a limited menu, I honestly think that's kind of cool. Like do mm-hmm. the things you do well, but Taco Bell reducing their menu felt purely like a cash grab. 
you know, mm, yeah. um, or just, just, you know, Taco Bell's doing fine, but they probably just saw a dip in their profits. So they're like, oh, let's cut down like a third of our menu. Right. And mostly the potato stuff, a lot of the vegetarian stuff, which I used to be which vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a shitty thing to do. Um, but, uh, the few times that I've had Del Taco, I don't think I've ever gotten something and been like, ew. I think it's always been good. Mm, okay. Um, uh, you know, as much as Taco Bell is where I usually go to and I like Taco Bell, I honestly think Del Taco, they kind of focus more on freshness of ingredients. Yeah. Whether or not that's really true, I I think I taste it a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we will get into it. Um, we are doing burritos and then tacos and then desserts. Yep. Yeah. So for the burritos, we did uh, the just standard burrito supreme from Taco Bell against Del Taco's it was like a, a extremely fresh guacamole burrito and it's got chicken in it um, that may not be a total one-to-one comparison because I think this guacamole burrito thingy might be more of a, a limited time offer oh okay. but I I know very little about <clears throat> Del Taco so I just saw a burrito and I thought oh that's probably good yeah or at least you know that should be fine um, and what did you think about the Del Taco burrito? Uh, it's a huge burrito, for one. Massive. It, it reminded me of Chipotle. That, yeah. Like the tortilla felt very... Well, I was going to say more so Qdoba-like. Oh, yeah. Um, because I, I feel like Chipotle, it even has like fresher ingredients. I mean, this has yeah. fresh ingredients, but it seemed more Qdoba. I guess me. I was thinking a little more fast, casual Mexican restaurant broadly, yeah. but I, I agree. I think Qdoba... It's good, though. I mean, you know, it's got the chicken and the rice and Mm. tomatoes. I'm guessing some type of salsa, and I can't remember what all is in there. Sorry for the crinkling. Hopefully that doesn't drive many nuts. But, yeah, the rice looks really good. The chicken's nice and pretty. Yeah, Yeah, we got some some beans beans in there. Maybe like a pico. Yeah, Yeah. it looks like probably a pico. And, of course, guacamole. Yeah, and I I thought it was actually, yeah, very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, nice breath of fresh air. Um, Yeah, the pico and the, the... Rice, I think, helped to kind of make it feel a little lighter, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I like the um, the thinness of the wrap. Yes. Um, it, yeah. it it tastes more like homemade. Yeah. Yep. As a, yeah, and then of course, what kind did you say you got? The for burrito a, supreme. Burrito supreme. Yeah. There was a lot of beans in that. That's I feel like that's all I got. I feel like burrito supremes they tend to be really heavy on the yeah. I mean, just looking at it here. Uh, it's got lettuce and beans and what is that? Um, it's beef. 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 A lot of beans though. I Tomatoes. feel like I feel like the burrito supreme kind of leans heavy on beans. But honestly, I really like the pinto beans at Taco Bell. So yeah. that's not necessarily a miss for me. But I will say that's a big part of this burrito. See, to me, it was too soft. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> that that makes tasted, sense. I think it tasted fine. Yeah. But preference-wise, it is kind of like apples to oranges here because that is such a bigger um, burrito with Del yeah. Taco. Yeah, we might have gone a little more premium on the Del Taco burrito. So, you I know mean, what? Looking at this, I'm like, oh, this should maybe we should have gotten like Del Taco and Qdoba. Or, you know what I mean? Just seeing the comparisons of what it Yeah, but Del Taco is a straight-up fast food restaurant as opposed to Qdoba, which is more fast casual. Like, Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Well, then they have heightened their... <laughs> Fast yeah, foodiness. I agree. I, I'm sure we would see a price disparity, but oh yeah, they neither did, yeah. restaurant gave us a receipt. Yeah, 
Yeah. Weird. Restaurant in quotations, yeah. I will say. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and rate it. Okay. Or just, just we'll pick we'll pick one. One or the other. We're not doing like one to four. We're going to keep it nice and dumb for me. I like it. Yeah, that helps a ton. So let me think about this first. I, I know I just said let's rate it. And now I'm like. Because I have a pretty clear winner, winner in my brain. Yeah. Okay. Three. Two, one, Del, Del Taco. Taco. Yeah, I think I do think that I didn't give Taco Bell a fighting chance on this one because I, I, I just saw it on the menu. I picked out Del Taco's burrito, and mm-hmm. man, it's good. It is really I, good. You know what? It's probably going to be more expensive. But oh, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'd, I'd spend the expense and get something that feels a little, little more well-rounded mm-hmm. than something that is primarily pinto beans unless i'm like really feeling those talk about pinto beans then i would get a burrito supreme yeah because then it has kind of the meat and the other stuff to sort of fill it out and round it out a little bit right yeah so next we got uh, from taco bell a doritos locos taco yep the standard one what is that like the nacho cheese dorito yeah okay um which is ooh, it's, good it's very orange yeah <laughs> And then uh, Del Taco has these new $1 crunchy chicken tacos, and there was four of them, and I got like a mango mango habanero or sweet mm. spicy mango, something like that. That's only a dollar? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Dang. Yeah. Um, the mango is really light, refreshing, sweet. I, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah. And I did. like that it's a full strip of uh, like a chicken tender in there. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's not just, it's not as crunchy as I thought because of the sauce. I mean that's that's gonna happen. And you know, of course like the uh, um it's a soft shell compared to the Doritos Locos tacos. It's a hard shell. Yep. Um but it was I found it to be really good. I thought it was awesome too. The cheese is good. Um didn't have a ton of uh accoutrement like veggies or anything. Yeah, just mostly like, just shredded lettuce. lettuce cheese. Yeah. Um but the orange cheddar or the, something. The salsa, the sauce. Mm-hmm. I think really kind of elevated. Yes, yeah. It uh, it's the whole meal is resting on the sh- sauce of those sho- shoulders of that sauce. Yes. is what I meant to say. Um, Doritos Locos Taco. I think it stuck around for a reason. I think that is such an enjoyable food item. The the crunch, like the crunch of a Taco Bell crunchy taco, mm-hmm. is it's almost like you. You can get it other places, but it just feels so unique because it is Taco Bell, and I'm sure their taco shells are like, you know, they make them in a facility mm-hmm. 200 feet underground, and nobody can know what specific chemicals are in. But they stay so crunchy, and they're so satisfying. I do love the crunch of the Taco Bell yeah. uh, tacos. But I, I think <clears throat> the I think the Locos Taco, like the the Doritos seasoning, totally elevates it, even. Even better. See, and I kind of disagree. To me, it's a little salty. Really? Yeah, like too salty for me. Okay. Um, I mean, I the meat was was good. It still has yeah. like the shredded lettuce and the cheddar cheese. Um, I also I kind of wish you know what would have muted it for me is if they would have added like sour cream. See, I was just about to say I think I did Taco Bell another disservice. I think to make things equitable, I should have gone with the Supreme. Yeah. Because oh, the yeah. Supreme has the tomatoes. 
and the uh, the sour cream. And I think, yeah, that would have evened everything out a little more. Have that, yeah. have that base, have that dairy in there to cut through the, uh, the salt and mm-hmm. the acid. Because uh, that, I think, beto- yeah, if it was a taco supreme and then the... What'd you call that one? The chicken taco? Yeah, the the mango, mango chicken, chicken taco. taco. Crunchy chicken taco. Yeah, to me that would have been a little bit more um, harder to, to choose. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, aside from it being a little too salty and could have added some cream cheese, Yeah, it's a pretty decent taco. Sour cream. Sour cream, uh, not cream cheese. That would not, be weird. <laughs> I would try yeah. it, but it would yeah. be weird. So I'm trying to think, if I was out... And just like a little peckish, but I didn't want to be full, mm-hmm. maybe before showing or something, which one would I go to? And I think I have my answer. What about okay. you? Okay. I do have my answer, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Taco Del Taco. Bell. Okay. This is where we really needed Juna. But <laughs> we don't have Juna. So we are going to figure out how we're going to proceed. Well, okay. So here's the question. If we... So you base it off of just... Needed something light to eat before showing yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, what if we switched it to, you had to choose specifically between these two items? Well, I think that's what I was doing. Oh, so you would choose this? Yeah. Over in the yeah, chicken it's taco. it's real tight. It's like a it's like a four to a five. Mm. But, oh, right. Okay. But yeah, I'd still go with the Doritos Locos Taco. Well, um, I mean, it could just be a tie, you know. Yeah. So we got one for Del Taco, one tie. Mm-hmm. We'll see. This next one may decide it all no matter what. Yeah. And then if not, then, you know, maybe we'll, like, have a tickle fight or something <laughs> to decide the uh, final winner. So for dessert, we went with Taco Bell's Cinnabon Bites. I think so, yeah. And Del Taco's uh, Mini Churros, I think is what they're called. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Mini Churros are good. It had plenty of cinnamon sugar on yeah. it for me. I love the crunch on the outside. It's a good size. You got three yeah. in a pack. Oh, uh, was that three? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Or did you? I thought there was just two. Oh, two in a pack. No, you're two right. Because I think okay. you started to eat that. Yep. One. So both have two in a pack. Nice and chewy in the inside. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the churros. I'm curious if this is blasphemy. I would love to hear if we have any Latinx listeners. Mm-hmm. I think that churros should only have filling. Like you shouldn't have a churro without a sweet filling hmm. like at our our friends the duran's wedding they had a really nice kind of apple cinnamon filling yeah that was pretty good uh, our friend juna brought over some churros recently that had a filling yeah i think granted i like that inside it gets almost doughy but mm-hmm. not doughy it just gets kind of softer yeah but i think that it should always come with the filling see and i kind of prefer it without a filling really i do i mean okay. every time i okay. do get a filling it's it's not bad i enjoy it yeah um but if i had to choose between having a filling and not i kind of just like the original cinnamon sugar on the outside and like yeah. it because to me it's almost like a long donut you know okay see and i i wonder if the like thing is <laughs> yeah that's true and i'm not a huge cinnamon fan i'm oh, okay. i'm okay with cinnamon but i think i do want something sweet on the inside to offset to, the cinnamon yes yeah See, I love cinnamon, so... Okay, maybe... it's a yeah. personal preference. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, I said that every uh, churro should come with filling. Not the filling that is in the Cinnabon Bites. Yeah, I didn't I, really care for that. No, I don't like weird. it either. It was... Uh, I couldn't tell if Pardon it was the dope. phrase, cover your kid's ears. A little cummy. Oh, my God. A little, just Ew. a little... It that just... Makes it gross. 
I don't know, like that texture and the in the white coloration. I was like, I'm thinking of something that I really don't want to be thinking of right oh. now. So, you know, because um, I think they were trying to put like the frosting in the middle. Yeah, but it just it hit wrong. It's a uh, super underwhelming. Like to me, it would have been better if they had like a dipping on the side. Mm-hmm. They could dip it yeah. into, like have the frosting. Totally, you know. Even some options. Yeah. Like oh, dip it in straight up frosting, or maybe dip it in chocolate a, or yeah. raspberry filling or whatever. Yeah, a little customization I think would yeah. go a long way. I know that I think they either come in packs of two or twelve. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's like a, just a quick on the go, sweet bite sort of thing. That seems odd to me. Two or twelve. Yeah, they really kick it up. Why wouldn't you do like two, six, and twelve? I don't know. Or two four. That's just weird. Okay. Should holler at Yum Brands. Shoot probably them an they, email. Yeah. Tell them they're messing up. They probably get more money if you order like three two packs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I know I know what I'm picking. Is there anything else we want to really? They're pretty. You you get what you get. Like you see, what you see is what you get. Yeah. The the uh, Cinnabites. You got two of them as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're comparable in price. Um, Believe so. It yeah. felt, uh, I like the cinnamon sugar on the outside, and it did feel like a little donut hole that you're eating. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and I think if you're on the go somewhere and you don't want to get a bunch of cinnamon sugar shit on your fingers, mm-hmm. you would probably go with the cinnamon bites. True. Like, that is a better on-the-go snack. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But other than that, I I, I know my choice. Yeah. Three, two, one. Del, Del Taco. Taco. Yeah, and honestly, for me, I know we had the tie between uh, the tacos. Yeah. It's it's so close to me. I I would be willing to just straight up give this to Del Taco. Yeah. I think Del Taco has some really fresh food, and I don't think it's like, a, oh, this is new, so it's nice sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I think they they really have some good products there. They really do. I didn't good realize bites. that I was such a Del Taco fan, but yeah. now that I've had this, like, I'll probably pick that. If you ever want a yeah. fast food taco place, I'm probably going to pick Del Taco over Taco yeah. Bell. And I know Taco Bell gets the uh, the whole, like, oh, Taco Bell, like, get ready for diarrhea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe sometimes I get that, sometimes, I don't know, not, not often, but I feel like Del Taco, you don't really run a high risk of having, like, all. a bad gut reaction maybe it's because the sauce is so minimal i know on some of the uh higher price taco bell stuff Mm -hmm. they put in that like super fatty sauce like Uh, in the uh cheesy gordita crunch for example which i think is delicious it is so damn good but yeah you get all that sauce in there and the the cheese uh octagonal looking thing no that's the crunch wrap supreme okay yeah that's embarrassing that I know the difference. No, the uh, cheesy gordita crunch. It's the gordita shell, gordita shell on the outside, okay. uh, hard shell on the inside, and it's got the sauce and the cheese and the meat and all this stuff. And I think the shells are combined via cheese. Okay. Yeah, and it also reminds reminds me of the double decker taco, which I always loved as a kid. Yeah, that's pretty but good. I think that had bean. I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, they might have had a cheesy double decker. So. Uh, Del Taco, I think is the win. is totally the clear winner. Again, yeah, yeah, that tie that tie is almost negligible. Mm-hmm. Um, what McDonald's won last week, doesn't it? Didn't it? Uh, yeah, I it think did. So, yeah. yeah. So honestly, I feel a little bit better about this because you know you were saying Del Taco might be kind of the underdog or maybe the imitator of Taco Bell. I think they're elevating. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know why. Maybe just the outside 
didn't seem as f- fresh. Mm, interesting. You know? Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know why, it just, it just seemed like the underdog. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm very pleased with Del Taco. So good on you, man. I'm gonna start yeah. eating there more often. Yeah, yeah. I think every once in a while, I I was gonna say every once in a while we do fast food, but we've been doing fast food way too much lately. It feels like the last so, week we've yeah. been all str- <laughs> again been busy. So we've just been it's you hard know, to cook. Yeah, get it where we can get it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'd be happy with this one getting into our for sure getting into our rotation. Yeah. Uh, so next week, we will see if we can get our, our sweet friend, Jun Chen. Mm-hmm. Um, see if she'll get back on it with us. Yes. And uh, we're not sure what we're going to do next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, might, we might do burgers again just because there's so many good burger chains around. Or we might go a little, little more high-end. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what the schedule's like. This one, uh, it's, it's going to be shorter. Yeah. Just because, again, a lot of stuff to do. We... You know, life is getting busy. Yeah, but also if you guys like the shorter length, let us know. Yeah. You know, if, if we're, you know, fiddle farting around too much and you want us to dial it down to a clean forty-five minutes or something, hey, we're open to whatever. We just mm-hmm. appreciate your guys' time and energy, um, and focus. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, we're only on this earth once, so for you to dick around with us for forty-five minutes to an hour and a half means a ton. Um, you know what? I think we will fit in some Loki time at the end, though. Yeah, we got yeah. to. I mean, it's um, the first episode. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so I guess to like talk about something we're excited about next week, I'm excited to see where Loki goes. I know. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about it more, but I will just say, you know, if you didn't like WandaVision, if uh, Captain uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of bored you, I... I've got high hopes for this one. Yeah. It, it set a nice tone to begin with, and I think it will continue. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to do some fun, interesting stuff with it. So. Well, and I like that they uh, they started it with him going missing in, was it the first part of the Avengers Endgame? Uh, no. Well, <clears throat> no, that happened during, uh, oh, yeah. No, you're right. It did happen during Avengers Endgame yeah. when they were doing <clears throat> the time heist. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts from there as it as well it should. Yeah. Yep. So it's really cool. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Anything you're looking forward to coming up? Uh, just an, yeah, another episode of Loki, and mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna be house searching soon. Woo! Yeah, house hunting. Uh, we I do want to start Sweet Tooth with Sweet Tooth with you. That's on Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one I've heard good things. Look like it's gonna be very sweet and a lot of fun. So. And I gotta watch the Bo Burnham one. Oh yeah. Oh, and we need to finish in the Heights. We do. We started in the Heights last night, and it's man, that's fun. good. Yeah, it's been fun so super far. Super good. We're big Lynn Manuel Miranda fans. For sure. So that was kind of up our alley, and I'd heard some of the music from the uh, stage play before. So Well, and they have some of the same actors in, in yeah. the Heights. Uh, George Washington, you missed that, but he's, he's Oh, he shows it. up? Yeah, for oh, a quick second. Yeah, very nice. Funny. Very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks again for your time, guys. If you're not sticking around with us for Loki spoilers, we hope you have a fantastic week. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, if you have any recommendations for us for what we should eat next week. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. We're up for anything. Yes, absolutely. You can hit us up at lifewellspent at yahoo.com, mm-hmm. on Instagram at life underscore well underscore spent underscore, and on Twitter at well underscore Garrett. So we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and joining us for lunch. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Loki. Loki. 
boy, it's good. It's really good. It is, yeah. They, I like the mystery they're setting up. Um, I've got an idea of who the new Loki is, and there's some other online sources that are kind of confirming it. But some, I mean, people have talked about kind of being disappointed about uh, not enough big things happening in WandaVision. Like in WandaVision, they wanted them to fully premiere the X-Men or the X-Men oh. coming into the universe. They didn't do that. Okay. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think they wanted maybe the same thing. Like they thought that mm-hmm. uh, the... Uh, oh, the, the the guy that was the big big wheeler and dealer in Madripoor. They mm-hmm. thought he would be like Professor Xavier or somebody. <clears throat> and Madripoor was an area that the X-Men have been affiliated with and Wolverine hung out a lot. They didn't do anything there. This one, I, I'm not saying they're going to premiere the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there was a series to do it in, one that deals with multiple dimensions. This would be cool. This would be it. Yeah. But I just like the idea of them possibly premiering female Loki. Uh, female Loki came up in the comics maybe five to ten years ago. Um, and she was a big fan favorite for a while. Um, uh, Marvel was premiering a lot more female characters like there was a female thor that was front and center for quite a while really but uh she's going to be coming up in the new thor movie um played by natalie portman oh she becomes yes she becomes thor in in the comics i believe the idea is that thor is no longer worthy so mjolnir finds a new worthy wielder and it's uh his uh natalie portman's character who is thor's ex Mm -hmm. in the movie Wow, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, so that's that's super exciting. Uh, I, I don't care. Like, bend the genders constantly. Right? I think Do it's it. fantastic. It's fun. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, they have so much room to premiere characters, and I wonder if they are going to just have fun with it and premiere them and say like, you know, oh, this character showed up, but he's part of another universe in the multiverse so mm-hmm. we won't see him again but hey wasn't it fun to see old man logan right you know <laughs> um but then again they very well may uh reduce down the multiverse into one cinematic universe you know if there's a big war and they kind of bring all the universes together that would be a, a logical way for the x-men to come into the universe that would be interesting yeah, I think there's potential for that. I think that might be a little too obvious for Marvel because I think Marvel's been been throwing like curveballs. Even if the curveball is just like, oh, you thought we were going to premiere the Fantastic Four? Well, we're mm-hmm. not going to do that. Yeah, you know, I I think they're they're trying to keep everybody on their toes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. And boy, Tom Hiddleston didn't miss a beat. Yeah, no. So good. I uh, just charming as hell. And I like that, you know, they're starting to kind of um, do shows with, like, the less, almost, like, less popular characters. Yeah, that's such a good use of the Disney Plus platform. Because now I'm starting to love them even more than I mm-hmm. did. Because before it was like, oh, Loki, he's just, like, the younger brother of Thor. And yeah, has some charming moments guy. in the Thor movies, but he's dead and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But then Same thing with Wanda and Vision. Yeah. 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 They've been doing a great job. Of, and... Yeah. I love it, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Absolutely. Um, I do like that they use this first episode to almost catch Loki up to where he was 
at his death in Endgame because yeah. you know we're dealing with the Loki from the first Avengers movie. Yes, where he is a proper bad guy, and yep. then he had multiple film uh, uh, appearances where he transitioned into a good guy, a mm-hmm. likable rogue. It you makes know. you wonder what's going to happen in this series that's going to yeah. kind of almost change his heart a little bit. Well, I think they already did in this episode. You the, think so? Yeah, there was the, you know, he saw how uh, uh, Farah, Hera, his mother, how his mother died. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he was sitting there. He's like, I don't like hurting people. Like, yeah. I, I do it because I think I need to because it's, you know, required for me to achieve this glory. Uh-huh. And maybe he's not totally back to where he was, that's you know. Like a a glimpse the, of in the main timeline but i think yeah. that this is a big shift of like i think that he will still try to kind of dick over the uh the time agency mm-hmm. but i think that this first episode was them getting you back into the mode of like remember loki's a good guy mm-hmm. maybe not a good guy all the time but we want you to root for this character mm-hmm. and i'm excited for his outfits like he's got some dope right. clothes coming up oh i can't wait yeah he's got that like that skinny black tie and the and the tight white shirt coming up. Oh boy! It was what I wanted to wear for our wedding, but I went to like men's warehouse and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have those." Oh, and instead of going, ties, yeah, right? instead is, of going yeah. somewhere else, I was like, "Oh, whatever you got." Yeah, yeah, that's all right though. Um, when, we re- when we renew our vows, yeah, there you go. Skinny ties. Just want another excuse to buy a wedding dress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I you know what I I'm noticing is that with these series, uh, they kind of have. An underlying similarity. Really? And the fact that somebody or... Like, they're all dealing with something. And it kind of has, like, an underlying, um, like, therapeutic yeah. scene in there. I yeah. mean, because every single character has gone through some type of therapy. Because with Scarlet Witch, I mean, granted, mm-hmm. she was kind of doing it by mm-hmm. herself. But she's trying to, you know, mourn yeah. Uh, Vision. Yeah. Um, totally. And then, of course, with uh, Bucky, he's literally going through therapy to help him cope with what he's done in the past. Right. And now Loki, the, his sessions with uh, what's-his-name is very therapeutic. Yeah. To where he's starting to realize, like, oh, you know, I need to admit that, yeah, I don't like hurting people. And Yeah, Owen Wilson is asking him some, like, very deep questions. Absolutely. And very, really, like, he kind of says something, either him or his mom says something about, like, always so quick to... Like, you always know so much about somebody else, but not yourself sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Of he is he is so observant, but he has zero uh, introspective qualities. Yeah. Like, he can't look upon himself and, yeah, diagnose his own illness. And I gotta say, I uh, was a little shocked to see Owen Wilson, because for me, just, like, seeing him as a character in a Marvel scene... Didn't quite make sense, but he's kind of killing it. Oh, yeah. He's flipped a switch, and like I've changed my heart on him. I think Owen Wilson's such a phenomenal actor. I mean, yeah, initially he shows up, and you're like... And, of course, we saw the trailers, but you're like, there's Owen Wilson. Mm -hmm. By the end, he was his character. I I was totally invested in Mm -hmm. their journey um, together. Yeah. Um, And I wonder... I think that's that's a great observation, that there is that these characters are dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that comes from the just the, Invin- the Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. saga. I mean, the whole world is dealing with trauma of losing so many people for five years, then all of them coming back. Right. You know, that's that's massively traumatic. But then mm-hmm. also, you know, the, the death of Tony Stark. Uh, yeah. You know, Captain America, Steve being gone. 
Right. You know, filling those shoes. Uh, the death of vision, mm-hmm. you know. There is huge trauma to be dealt with. I just and, like how real they're making it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they would have been able to do it justice by just doing these movies. So I mm-hmm. think even if you're like not really digging where what the shows have been so far, I do think they have value in the larger story of the MCU and for these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's me. That might be a little bit of a generous read on it, but... Well, and I just, I really think that it's uh, it's kind of helping to bring to light that, you know what, it's okay to go to a therapist for totally. some issues that you're dealing with, you yeah. know? And people do it, and I, I like that they're starting to show that in, in yeah. cinema, especially in the Marvel Universe, because these are very fictional gods and goddesses, and even gods mm. and goddesses, you know, deal with shit. Mar- Marvel's <laughs> always been so good about that. DC yeah. is the universe of gods. Marvel is the universe of gods with a mortgage payment and girlfriend troubles. Right. Like, that's the way it's always been. You know, Spider-Man um, had issues paying his rent. Tony Stark had substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you so, know. like, you could be on top of the world mm-hmm. and everybody idolizes you, but yet you can yeah. still be dealing with stuff yes. internally. Steve Rogers struggled with the dichotomy of being Captain America representing this country, but this country is ran by fallible politicians. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can I represent this country knowing that there are so many uh not even flawed so many self-interested devious people that are trying to represent america's you know uh Mm -hmm. best interest right uh so yeah uh especially with younger generations watching these movies and they're so into it you know for them it's like oh yeah it's normal to go to therapy or it's normal to yeah deal with this stuff well and back to bo burnham i think that's why inside is so powerful and uh you know even if you didn't have that exact same experience during quarantine everybody has a time where you feel alone where you're on an Mm -hmm. island and usually it's when you're a teenager and i think this one you know even if a kid isn't like oh yeah i was you know stuck by myself during quarantine you're gonna feel like you're stuck in your studio you know like bo burnham is in that in that series and it's it's you know so relatable yeah, absolutely. It's helpful. It's it's therapeutic. So I mean, even if you had a family during the pandemic and you're in the same household, it still could feel lonely at times. Yeah, you know? still it still had uh, it was still very isolating. Yeah, I know we had those moments as well. For sure. And just like I haven't seen my friends in person. I haven't had a hug from somebody outside of this home, even mm-hmm. though the hugs that I had in the home are so helpful. Right. But still, like. You miss, you miss hugs from all your friends. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. made you uh, appreciate um, time that you spend with other people totally. face-to-face, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I mean, granted, mm-hmm. we did a bunch of Zoom calls and stuff, but yes. uh, yeah, I, I just, I like that all this stuff is kind of coming out um, post-pandemic that yeah. um, it's very relatable. Yeah, I was worried that post-pandemic it would be a bunch of schlocky, like, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're stuck inside, like, you know, because production takes so long. Mm-hmm. There'd be a bunch of shitty movies like that. Nah, it's a lot more of, you know, hopefully we see a lot more of this Bo Burnham stuff that deals with isolation and real stuff and not just filmmakers being like, oh, yeah, you remember when we were all in quarantine? Let's do something like that, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, there was some heist movie with, uh, oh, oh, boy, uh, was it Chiwetel Ejiofor and uh, Breb? Dear God, uh, Miss Congeniality. 
Oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Thank you. I think that was Sandra Bullock for sure. I don't know. I don't remember who it was exactly Chiwetel Ejiofor, but they had one that was filmed during quarantine. And it was like a quarantine heist movie. Mm. I couldn't give two shits. Yeah. You know that doesn't interest me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, anyways, we said we were gonna make this quick. We are gonna stick to it. Yes. More or less. Yeah, we're under the fifty minute mark. Hey. Look at us. So thank you all again. Uh, let us know what you think of the Loki. Uh, you know, I, I post all of our social media stuff and our email um, in the body of each episode. Mm-hmm. So please reach out to us. Let, let us know what you're thinking. And like, comment, and subscribe, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Love it. All right. We'll love you guys so much. Thank you. Have a fantastic week. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.